Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you for joining us again on the broadcast or podcast. Maybe you're watching a video. Appreciate that. Either way, thank you for joining us and for sharing it. Uh, thank you. We've heard from many that that's been happening. We certainly appreciate you helping share the, the ministry and the message of this ministry, but even more importantly, the message of God's Word and His Gospel. So our, our messages this week have focused on how we are to grow and exhibit what it means for Christ to be Lord, focusing on obedience in love and how that same godly love is the power that directs our lives in Christ. Today's message, as we often find in these devotional devotionals, is going to take us even deeper. Now, you can find previous messages at loveandlordship.com. That's our ministry website, www.loveandlordship. Spell it all out together, A-N-D in the middle, loveandlordship.com. And you can click on the read, the listen, or the watch tabs and find anything there that we've done. These, these broadcasts and many others, um, you can go to the Vimeo icon near the bottom of the homepage or the Podbean. There are others, but those are the two main ones. Um, and we certainly appreciate you uh, availing yourself of that. Also, our book is, the, is there in the icon in the middle of the homepage if you're interested in that. Contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com, and give me your questions, your comments, your thoughts, your agreements, your disagreements, any or all of the above, and we'll do our best to uh, answer or to grow together with you on that. So uh, thank you for that. Thanks for the encouragement, the, the comments, the questions. Uh, certainly appreciate that. The Bible talks much about sacrifice, um, in particular animal sacrifices that cover or roll back our sins, um, in the Old Covenant, sacrificial love, the sacrificial love of God that we are to imitate, Christ's sacrifice himself, that, that is what we're to imitate, that makes it all possible for us through forgiveness, freedom, and salvation, and what it means to sacrifice to him and others. This whole concept of sacrifice flies in the face of so much of what we hear in today's church and teachings. Or at the very least, we are allowed to believe by what is not taught by our silence. So we're going to look at, at it and, and keep coming back to it. Uh, the, the, on the other hand, in the church and much in the culture is, let me speak only the part that you will like. I'll pull out parts of Scripture and say I'm teaching the truth. But I know parts of this may be offensive. God told us they would be. So I'll just kind of sidetrack that or leave that out and Hopefully you'll figure that out. Wow, that's not being accountable to God or the Holy Spirit or one another at all. Certainly not being honest to his word and full of integrity there. But that's what happens because we want you to come back, right? However, sacrifice is at the core of a life in Christ. And the sooner we realize this, the sooner our faith becomes real and his fruit in and through us becomes ripe and ready for others to partake of so they can truly know him. So what does sacrifice mean? What does it mean for us to give ourselves away, to lay down our life for the benefit of others? We do have to acknowledge that this kind of talk doesn't come natural to us and this kind of life isn't natural to us. That's why many people avoid it, even teaching and preaching about it when it's the truth. I, I, let's be honest, uh, we'd much rather hear about the salvation part, heaven and all the good things God has in store for us, and he does, 
It's just that we live in a fallen world. It's much more about how we are imitating Christ and helping others to see him. And that is costly. That is sacrificial. It also requires that I continually grow in him so that I'm living out these truths in his holiness rather than seeking my own happiness. And for that, we must ask the question that Oswald Chambers asks in in two of his daily devos, and it's the focus of today's episode. The title in both of them is this, from February the 5th and 6th, if you're following along in the hard copy, or at myutmost.org, are you ready to be offered? I mean, after all, isn't that what you do with a sacrifice? Now, you might be thinking, I thought this was all about God's free gift of salvation and all that he's offering me. Well, it is, but that's just the beginning. That's, we can't do anything without that. But life in Christ is only fulfilled and fulfilling when we learn to and begin to offer ourselves for his sake and for the sake of others so they can know him as Savior and Lord. Again, Chambers uses Paul's life in Philippians 2.17, and he says, Yes, and if I am being offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. Are you willing to be offered for the work of the faithful? To pour out your lifeblood as a libation or an offering on the sacrifice of the faith of, the faith of others? Or do you say, I'm not going to be offered up just yet. I do not want God to choose my work. I want to choose the scenery of my own sacrifice. I want the right, to have the right kind of people watching and saying, well done. It is one thing to go on the lonely way with dignified heroism, but quite another thing if the line mapped out for you by God means being a doormat under other people's feet. Suppose God wants to teach you to say, I know how to be abased. Are you ready to be offered up like that? Are you ready to be not so much as a drop in a bucket? To be so hopelessly insignificant that you are never thought of again in connection with the life you served? Are you willing to, be, to spend and to be spent? Not seeking to be ministered into, but to minister. Some saints cannot do menial work and remain saints because it is beneath their dignity. That is some tough stuff to think about, right? But as I said, another part of this on February 6th, he asked the same question. He continues with this same theme from the last days of Paul's life as a poignant look at what our lives are to be like in Christ. And in 2 Timothy 4, 6, Paul says, I am already being poured out as a drink offering. Now remember, He said, if I'm being offered in Philippians 2.17, which was near the end of his life, if I'm being offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I, I, I rejoice in that. I rejoice with you. And now he's saying, I am already being poured out as a drink offering. I am ready to be offered. It is a transaction of will, not of sentiment, emotion, flesh. Tell God you are ready to be offered. Then let the consequences be what they may. There is no strand of complaint now, no matter what God chooses. God puts you through the crisis in private. No one person can help another. Mm, That's tough, isn't it? That doesn't mean we don't have relationships and they're not there for a purpose. But many times in the crisis, in the sacrifice, it's between you and God. Externally, the life may be the same. The difference is in the will. 
go through the crisis in will, then when it comes externally, there will be no thought of the cost. If you do not transact in will with God along this line, you will end up awaking sympathy for yourself and typically will not follow through. Bind the sacrifice with cords and even, even into the horns of the altar. The altar means fire, burning and purification and insulation for one purpose only, the destruction of every affinity that God has not started and of every attachment that is not an attachment in God. You do not destroy it. God does. You bind the sacrifice to the horns of the altar and see that you do not give way to self-pity when the fire begins. After this way of fire, God's refining fire, there is nothing that oppresses or depresses. When the crisis arises, you realize that things cannot touch you as they used to. What is your way of fire? Paul speaks of this in Romans 12, 1 and 2 when he lays out uh, the, uh, the, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit what it means for us to offer ourselves to God and ultimately to others, right? Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual act or service of worship. That's where it ought to begin, with us giving ourselves to Him. It goes on in verse 2 in Romans 12. And do not be conformed to this world. That's not just personal, that's collective. That's in relationship, that's in the body, the community of Christ. And do not be conformed to this world, but be being transformed continually by the renewing over and over again of your mind. With what? The Word and the Spirit. So that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. I state this in our book and have repeated it many times in my own mirror and to those I've had the humble privilege of discipling in Christ. The only difference between the dead sacrifices offered under the old covenant and the living ones offered in the new is that those in the new, if you don't bind them, if you don't, by a matter of will, as Oswald Chambers just said, bind them to the horns of the altar, the living ones can get up, choose to get up and walk away. Get up off the altar and walk away. That's the free will we're given. Are you compelled and constrained by his love that we talked about a couple of days ago? What will you do? Will you offer yourself to God and to others for his sake, for his kingdom, for his glory? Or will you get up and walk away? Are you ready to be offered without question or reserve? That's what God is looking for in those that have believed in and received Christ's salvation and are growing in their walk with him as Lord. Closing thoughts here. I can't think of any better way to close out this week's devos and our messages, our episodes here on the authority of love than to return to Oswald Chambers with two compelling statements that he makes. First, I have no right to say I believe in God unless I order my life as under his all-seeing eye. He saved and us and calls us to this, and the only way we can do it is walk in his truth and grace in his order. Finally, this is what it looks like. And the only way you can truly find out if all of his promises are for real. This is the second quote from Oswald Chambers. Tell God you are ready to be offered and, will God, and God will prove himself to be all you ever dreamed he would be. But it's on his terms, not yours. Love and action items. Spend time with God and in his word every day in prayer and listening 
every day. Just start with five to 10 minutes, but don't miss a day. Begin with the scriptures in this message. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, think about and write down the ways that you offer or have offered your life to God. And then number four, think about and write down the ways that you offer or have offered your life to others so they can see and know God in Christ and bring Him glory. And you get out of the way. You offer yourself, they see Him through you, and then you, you're out of the way. Now, as always, we close out the week with Family Foundation Friday and our good friend David Walls of the Family Foundation. You don't want to miss this as he will give us updates and insights as to what is happening in the General Assembly, the Kentucky General Assembly, the legislature, how it impacts us and, and how we can be praying. But these issues are not just in Kentucky. So stay tuned. Join us again tomorrow. Invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to join us so we can all hear. Give us your feedback. Loveandlordship at gmail.com. Loveandlordship at gmail.com. Check out more at loveandlordship.com. That's our website, loveandlordship.com. If the Lord is, in, is, is encouraging you and letting you see that this is a kingdom ministry for His glory, would you prayerfully consider giving? Click on the Give tab near the upper right, and uh, you can do it within a minute or so, one time or ongoing monthly or whatever. Thank you so much for any gifts and for your prayers more than anything. And if it's not us, keep praying until He shows you who He desires you to give to. And then be willing to lovingly obey and follow through with that. I promise you he'll bless you. He'll grow you and he'll bless you. You can also give a, a mobile. Cash.app, A-P-P, cash.app, forward slash dollar sign love and worship all together and both L's capitalized. Cash.app, A-P-P, forward slash dollar sign love and worship all together with both L's capitalized. Finally, you can give by mail to love and lordship. Make the checkout to that. Mail it to 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. All donations are tax deductible, and thank you so much. Greatly appreciate that. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned at 1245 for Greg Horn, and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.